because we are doing the responsible thing and practicing social distancing, these podcasts are being recorded remotely. There you go, scan and go. This is Ginny Doctor from the Mohawk Nation Turtle Plan. Welcome to season two of Sacred Teachings, a podcast series in which we share the wisdom of our elders. This season is called The Path to the Stronghold. In this episode, we will hear from the Reverend Dr. Ray Eldred. Ray is status Cree and is a professor and director of the Indigenous Studies Program at the Vancouver School of Theology. Ona. Well, the things that helped me get through this time that we're on lockdown are the same things that get us through any time, isn't it? I mean, there's, I like to get up early in the morning and, uh, go out and do some exercise before anyone else is up. Mostly because I grew up in the country and now I live in the city because that's where people are. But now we're trying to avoid people, which is kind of ironic. So if you get up early though here and go out, I like to go out and because uh, then you see different different things than when it's not as crowded. And here, one of the bonuses of of uh, reduced air flight, because I live close to the Vancouver airport, you see more eagles and things in the skies because there's not as much air traffic. And in the spring, when the geese were coming back, you saw more of them more frequently because they weren't being driven out of flight paths by aircraft. And then there was also a chance to see more wildlife that you don't usually see. That was more talking with different people. So that's one of the things I do is I get up early to get out and get some exercise. My son suffers from muscular dystrophy. And before he was confined to a wheelchair, he used to say, because I'd want to make it easier for him so he wouldn't have to walk. And uh, But he used to say, Dad, if you don't use it, you lose it. So he's my he was always my inspiration to get out there and keep trying to walk and things and exercise. Because this life is the one we have. Because I think one of the mistakes people could make is thinking that, well, once this is over, then we'll really get back to living again. But this too is life, the one that we have. So I try to go out, try to write a page in my journal every day. I always think if I write down things that when I'm gone, then my children and my grandchildren will probably look at it. 
So I always have that in my mind when I do that. So I try to, so I have a little journal. You, you guys probably have them too. Just by uh, moleskin. And uh, I try to, I fill up one every year. I talk about, usually I write down what happened the day before in the morning so that I think about conversations and what God might be trying to teach me through all this. I've been thinking about that a lot, what God's teaching us through this. I mean, one of the things that we're learning is that if, if as human beings we got together, we probably could reduce pollution significantly as, you know, as a result of the, so not as many people driving, less air traffic, those kinds of things. The air is sort of clear. And, uh, and then the other thing that we do to get by, my wife and I, we play Scrabble every day. Turns out this is a tradition because my grandfather was not, on my mom's side, was not, he didn't have a lot of education. And she said the only thing that she he would let them do was crossword puzzles. So Scrabble's not exactly crossword, but we'd play Scrabble every day. We also, once a week, we have a date. We started that. My wife came up with that idea. Of course, it's a challenge with, you know, no restaurants are open. But she managed to, the other day, she found a small picnic table that's hidden behind a in a quiet place that no one goes so we went there and had a picnic just her and I and of course the other thing is uh, I decided to read through the gospels again you know big chunks at a time so I have it firmly in my mind so I could think about what it means to follow Christ. It's kind of funny how a lot of people want to, they say they want to follow Christ, but they don't actually expose themselves to the stories about Christ in that they get it firmly in their mind. So I read those things. And then the other thing I do because of video conferencing, I, once a week I, connect with all my brothers who are still alive and we talk argue really about things which is what brothers do well we don't always argue but we talk about things and i wonder why we waited till we couldn't go see each other to actually do that but we do which is one of the odd things about this is you start to think about what you would have done if you could have done more so I guess maybe that's a good thing to do is reflect on those things. And then, of course, take the opportunity to read some things that you haven't had the time to read, which is what I do. So I'm reading different things and rereading things. So I'm kind of reading through Augustine's Confessions again. And uh, 
And then I think about most of these things I learned when I was a kid when we didn't, you know, we, I grew up where it was cold and it wasn't always easy to be out doing stuff. So just kind of do those things, reading, write, and think about things and try to put down some thoughts about different activities, different teachers. Of course I teach, so that part hasn't changed. So trying to get ready to do summer school, indigenous summer school at the Vancouver School of Theology, do it online, which will be interesting. I suppose you could reflect on the fact that uh, why do we do what we do? Well, of course, we we stay we stay in and obey what's being suggested because it's for the good of everybody else. I'd hate to be the person that was spreading this thing around, unbeknownst to me. And I think that uh, we do that for each other. You know, that's at the heart of the monastic movement. The monastic movement gets a bad rap in that many people think that people went into monasteries and live secluded lives because they were running away from things. But they were following Christ's example that Christ, to battle the enemy, went into the desert because that's where you go to do battle for the world, is into the desert. And so that's what Christ did. And so that's what the early monastic movement, the Desert Fathers, that's what they did. They would go into the, not to run away from the world, into the desert, into the wilderness, but to their fight for the world. And I like to think that that's kind of what we're doing in this lockdown, that we're together fighting for the world, for the health of the world, trying to buy some time so that people have enough time to maybe find a treatment to help people. I mean, because we don't want all the health, the hospitals, healthcare places to be overrun. And so we're trying to do this for one another. And that's why we do these things. And this too will pass, and hopefully we can remember all the things we learned while we had a moment to pause and to think about what was going on in our lives. And that's kind of what I do. Sacred Teachings, Path to the Stronghold, is now streaming on Spotify. Podbean and Mimeo. See you next time.